Welcome aboard, historians, to the NCC 73117, USS Little Hero. I'm Captain William. And I'm Commander Vicky. And if you'll step right this way, historians, we'll go to Holodeck 2, where we will continue our adventures of Captain Kirk and his beloved crew. Commander Vicky, will you take us to the coordinates where we belong? Onward and upward, Captain. Make it so. Welcome back to Vicky's Adventures into Star Trek. I'm William. And I'm Vicky. And today we are doing two of them. We are doing The Cloud of Miners, Season 3, Episode 21. Vicky, would you like to tell everybody where they can find us? You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, CastBox, Pocket Cast. Radio Public, Stitcher, Spotify, Podcasts. Correct. And you can contact us at Vicky's Adventures in a Star Trek at gmail.com or Facebook, Vicky's Adventures in a Star Trek. Very correct. So, Vicky, Season 3, Episode 21, The Cloud of Miners. What did you think was going to happen in this one? They are thrown into a cloud and sent to another dimension, dimension. Boy, you wish. And there it is. You have a vivid imagination for what these are. Why? Come on now. Look at some of the stuff that you've said. It's a dimension. No, it's not. Of all other dimensions. No, it's not. <laughs> so it says here, Kirk efforts to obtain a vital mineral are complicated by terrorists striking at a beautiful cloud city Stratus and its virtual aptitude politics. So there's no dimension? Yeah. That sucks. Well, it is what it is. <laughs> so are you ready for this one? Onward and upward, Captain. Date 5818.4. A botanical plague is devastating a planet in the quadrant of the galaxy where the Enterprise is operating at present. It threatens to destroy the vegetation on the entire planet, leaving it uninhabitable. The Federation orders were proceeding at top warp speed to the planet Ardana, where the only known source of xenite exists. So, Ardana. Uh, let's see here. I gotta hold up. Ardana is an inhabited planet in the 
in the Ardana system okay. of the Beta Quadrant. This is the homeworld of the Andarans, a warp-capable humanoid species. The plant was a Federation member, and it was in the same quadrant as Merrick II. Okay. It is the one substance that can halt the plague. The high advisor of Adana is ready to receive you on Stratus, sir. So we've got the bi 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 botanical plague is a disease that affects plant life. And the the plant that needs it, that's their only source of oxygen, is the plant life. Right. On Stratus, that's their cloud city, isn't it, Mr. Smith? It is, Captain. Oh, some mistake. Do you, do you have the coordinates to uh, the mine entrance available? They've already been provided to the transport officer, Captain, along with those of the council chamber of the high advisor. Kirk to transporter room. Ready to transport, Captain. Now, Mr. Scott, are you locked in on the mine entrance or on their Cloud City, Stratus? The mine? So, the plant that they're doing all this for is Merrick 2. Just so you know. Right. Merrick 2 was an inhabited second plant of the Merrick system in the Alpha Quadrant. It was located less than three hours travel at top warp speed from Ardana. The plant life on the plant was the source of the oxygen in the atmosphere. So a plate killing that stuff would be bad. Entrance. That's what you ordered, Captain. Laura, right. tell the high advisor that uh, we request to dispense with the welcoming ceremonies due to the emergency that we're beaming directly down to the mine entrance in order to ensure the fastest possible delivery of the Sinite. The need is urgent. Mr. Spock, come with me. Oh, and tell them that we appreciate the honor and that we look forward to some visit in the future. Have you ever visited here, Captain? Once. I didn't have time to look around. I had the opportunity. However, I hear its art forms are incomparable. Yes, art is the population's chief occupation. It is a totally intellectual society. More forms of violence have been eliminated. There's the mine entrance. The Xenite consignment should have been there. Attack, Captain. Come on. 
We're here by permission of your government council on an emergency mission. Move on, Captain. <laughs> Because when they attack, every time they attack him, it's like, don't you understand he's got twice your strength, at least? Exactly, Jimmy. But then again, they also underestimate him because Vulcans are very peaceful people. So. Right. were the workers on the planet Ordana and were the lower social class of Andara. Their primary purpose was mining Xenite and tilling the soil. Their name comes from the an advertation of an ancient earth term, troglodyte, translating as cave dweller. Troglodytes known as retainers served as sentinels and servants to the city dwellers of Stratos, a rebel group of troglodytes known as the Disruptors led a dissident movement against the city dwellers in their quest for equality. Surrender, I will fire! Are you harmed, Captain? No, I'm just a little shaken up. I'm Plasis, High Advisor of the Planet Council. Captain Kirk Enterprise, my first officer, Mr. Spark. Greetings, Mr. Advisor. My regrets for the unpleasantness of your welcome to Ardana was rather warm. Unfortunately, violence is habitual with the troglites. But I assure you, this insult will not go unpunished. Well, I'm more concerned with the Xenot consignment. Why wasn't it in its specified location? Apparently, the disruptors have confiscated it just as I knew they would. The disruptors. Who are they? A small group of troglite malcontents. All the other troglites are completely dominated by them. It's the disruptors who are responsible for their refusal to continue mining for Xenite. They agreed to the delivery. Your council assured us of it. They agreed, obviously, as a ruse to get valuable hostages. Hostages? For what purpose? To force the council to meet their demands. Organize the search party immediately and find the Xenite consignment. Meanwhile, Captain, I would suggest that you and First Officer Spock be our guests on Stratus. Very well. I do hope the search will be brief, Mr. Advisor. We'll do everything possible to make it so. Come, Captain.
finest example of sustained anti-gravity elevation I've ever seen. So we already know about classes. You're talking about the disruptors, right? Mm -hmm. The disruptors were a distant political group on the planet Ardana in twenty in the mid twenty third century. They advocated to use their of terror and violence to at achieve political and social equality for troglite miners. Sentinel told me of our honored guests, my father. I came to extend greetings. A most gracious act. Gentlemen, one of our planet's most incomparable works of art. My daughter, Droxine. Captain James Kirk. Pleasure, ma'am. Indeed, yes, Captain. And First Officer Spock. I have never before met a Vulcan, sir. Nor I, a work of art, madam. <laughs> Come, gentlemen, there is much to Life see in our city. This is our council gallery. It is open to all city dwellers. We have some of the finest of our various art forms assembled here for the viewing and contemplation of every... Disruptors again. Dreadful. They're despoiling the whole city. Despoil? For what purpose? By keeping us in constant turmoil. They hope to force the council to accede to their demands. What are the demands? Completely unreasonable, Captain. But nothing you need be concerned with. I must concern myself with it if it should interfere with the delivery of Xenite to Merrick too. Mr. Advisor, the plant life is the source of oxygen on that planet. Obviously, if all plant life is destroyed, the humanoid life will follow. I assure you, gentlemen, you will get what you came for. I hope so. Ardana is a member of the Federation, and it is your Council's responsibility that nothing interferes with its obligation to another member of the Federation. Of course, and we accept the responsibility. Why do they destroy art forms? That is a loss to everyone. Art means nothing to the disruptors. This is the only form they understand. The disturbances accompany. I just noticed that. What's that? After all these years, I just noticed that. Notice how the the thing was in the wall. He removed it, and you can see the little diamond-shaped hole for where it was sitting. Oh. Yeah, I just noticed that. Your. Right. I never noticed it until now. Most weary. No doubt you would like to rest. That would be most welcome, Mr. Obviously, I always like pulled out of the artwork, not the, not the wall. The right. Sentinel will guide you to it. I'm sorry they were so poorly treated on their first visit to our planet. It's fortunate that they were not seriously hurt. Oh, yes, that would have been dreadful. Further violence could create grave difficulties between Ardana and the Federation. The disruptors must be mad to attack two such charming strangers. They grow more daring and determined every day. Now they seek to find allies in the galaxy. Do you think that Captain Kirk and his very attractive officer feel that we're responsible for their injuries? <laughs> All this time I thought you were worried about our diplomatic relations. <laughs> Apologies, Mr. Advisor, but this troglite was apprehended leaving the city. He is without a transport card, so we thought you would want to question him. 
the transport card or transportation permit. It was a permit issued by Ardana citizens who inhabited the city of Stratos. The permit allowed troglites to enter the city and move about without question. Okay. Remove his shields. What is your business in Stratos, Troglite? Speak! I command you. My business is to repair. Repair what? There are damaged engine spans. Indeed. And you must have a repair permit. Where is it? It was forgotten. Did you also forget your transport card? It was lost when your sentinels attacked me. And where was your cavern implement lost? Could this perhaps be it? I came to make repairs. And you shall make them. By giving us the names of the disruptors. I know nothing. I would advise you to increase your knowledge. That is not possible for Troglite. The Strato City dwellers have said it. Secure him to the rostrum. Here's a good one. We actually see it in use later. The rostrum. <clears throat> the rostrum was a platform area on Stratos where enemies of the Strato City dwellers were tied to and upright to face public questioning. In reality, the rostrum, which faced a series of em emitters, served purposely, purely as a torture device that delivered rays to the entire body of whoever was tied to the upright Ardon High Advisor was fond of utilizing the rostrum on troglites in an attempt to uncover information about the disruptors because he found that physical discomfort is extremely persuasive. Right. Kinky. This troubled planet is a place of the most violent contrasts. Those who receive the rewards are totally separated from those who shoulder the burdens. It is not a wise leadership. Here on Stratus, everything is incomparably beautiful and pleasant. The High Advisor's charming daughter, Droxine, particularly so. The name Droxine seems appropriate for her. I wonder, can she retain such purity and sweetness of mind and be aware of the life of the people on the surface of the planet? There, the harsh life in the minds is instilling the people with a bitter hatred. The young girl who led the attack against us, only being down, was filled with the violence of desperation. If the lovely Droxine knew of the young miner's misery, I wonder how the knowledge would affect her. Spock was basically monologuing. Right. 
something or her drug scene doing something. Mr. Spark. Even though I don't think he knew it was her. Captain Kirk to the rest chamber. Your movements awakened me. My apologies. I did not realize they would disturb you. Only Vulcan ears would find the noise discernible. It seems that Vulcans are fascinatingly different in many ways. The same may be said of Stratos inhabitants. Vulcan eyes are very discerning, too. I hear that intellectually, Vulcans are as highly evolved as Stratos city dwellers. We do pride ourselves on our logic. Look, you just walked into the room. Okay, she was holding a morte, also referred to as a cavern implement, was an a type of mining tool that was used on Ardana by troglite miners for Xenite. Oh. But they use it as the troglites use it as a weapon as well. He lets her up and she tries to go back to killing him. Right. The seven year cycle is biologically inherent in all Vulcans. At that time, the mating drive outweighs all other motivations. And is 
there nothing that can disturb that cycle? Just a spark? Extreme and easy. Is always disturbing, madam. Mark? I did not come here to kill you, Captain. Then why this? To take you hostage. Am I intruding, Captain? Father. Droxine. Why have you come here? To welcome our honored guests, as I was taught to do when I served in your father's household. Has she injured you, Captain? Oh, no, not at all. In fact, her visit was quite enlightening. Oh? Yes, it seems the troglites are under the impression that the Enterprise is here to intimidate. Send a sentinel to the rest chamber immediately. It is not impression, Captain. It is the truth. We're here to get that Xenite consignment, and that's it. Starships do not transport cargo. In times of emergency, they do anything. And believe me, this botanical plague is an emergency. I've heard of aircraft carriers transporting cargo in emergencies. So, yeah, Kirk is right. Right. Lies will not keep the troglites in the cabins, and neither will your starship. You talk like a disruptor, Val. I speak for my people. They have as much right to the clouds as the stratus dwellers. Stratos is for advisors and studiers. What would troglites do here? Live in the sunlight and warmth, as everyone should. Caverns are warm, and your eyes are not accustomed to light, just as your minds are not accustomed to logic. Necessary to all humanoids. Surely you don't deny it to the troglites. The troglites are workers, Captain. Surely you must be aware of that. They mine xenite for shipment, till the soil. Those things cannot be done here. In other words, they perform all the physical toil necessary to maintain stratus. That is their function in our society. But they are not allowed to share its advantages. How can they share what they do not understand? They can be taught to understand, especially in a society that prides itself in enlightenment. The complete separation of toil and leisure has given Ardana this perfectly balanced social system, Captain. Why should we change it? The surface of the planet is almost unendurable. To restrict the segment of the population to such hardship is unthinkable in an evolved culture. The surface is marred by violence, like the troglites. Here in Stratos, we have completely eliminated violence. There's the Rothgrim. You still refuse to disclose the names of the other disruptors? There are no disruptors. Very well, if you prefer the rays. Troglite is an abbreviation of an ancient Earth term, Captain. Its technical translation is cave dweller. Yes, I should have realized. Mr. Advisor. 
said you were going to question Palma. Torture her. She's stubborn. And as you yourself pointed out, Captain, the search for your Xenite consignment must be short. Surely there are better methods than this. Physical discomfort is extremely persuasive, Captain. Yes. But I won't stand by while someone is tortured. Is it preferable to spare Vanna and allow an entire planet to be destroyed? Violence, in reality, is quite different from theory. Is it not better? But what else can they understand, Mr. Spock? All the little things you and I understand and expect from life, such as equality, kindness, justice. Troglites are not like stratus dwellers, Mr. Spock. They're a conglomerate of inferior species. The abstract concepts of an intellectual society are beyond their comprehension. The abstract concepts of loyalty and leadership seem perfectly clear to Vana. A few troglites are brought here as retainers. Vana was one of them, as are the sentinels. They've received more training than the others, but obviously no more consideration. I fail to see the purpose of this continued criticism. The only way you'll use that device again is on one of us. <laughs> An imposing display of primitive gallantry, gentlemen. You realize, of course, that the Sentinels could remove you. Of course. But Starfleet Command won't take kindly to having either rays or physical force used against one of its command personnel, Mr. Advisor. Why are you so concerned with this disruptor's well-being? Beyond plain humanitarianism, my orders are to get that Xenite. Then stop interfering and I'll get it for you. You won't get it through torture. We will get it for you and in our own way. Remove the prisoner to confinement quarters. You will return to your ship at once, or I shall contact your Starfleet Command myself and report your interference with this planet's government. Kirk Enterprise. Enterprise, Captain. Mr. Scott, we're ready to beam up. Aye, sir. psychotic leader, isn't he? Yes, I don't really think he knows what's happening. <laughs> I don't think he does either. Captain's log, star date 5819.0. More than eight hours have passed since the consignment of Zenite disappeared, and we have still found no trace of it. We've received word from Merrick, too, that the botanical plague is spreading rapidly. Delivery of the Zenite is imperative within 12 hours or all life on the planet will be annihilated. To the Varel, advise Starfleet Command. But the Xenite has not been delivered. In my opinion, Plas's method of accomplishing delivery will not succeed. If the Xenite is not delivered shortly, I shall have to violate Plas's order of non-interference and win the confidence of the Troglet leader with the use of reason. It may not be easy, Jim. Medical analysis indicates that Troglites are mentally inferior. That's impossible, Troglites have accepted personal sacrifice, a common cause. Mentally inferior beings are incapable of that. Look, I've checked my findings thoroughly. Their intellect ratings are almost 20% below average. They're all the same species. 
those who live on stratus and those who live below all originated on the planet their physical and mental evolution must be similar that is basic biological law that's true spot but obviously the ancestors of those who live on stratus remove themselves from the environment of the mines therefore they avoided the effects of certain natural growths natural growth what kind well i had this zenite sample sent up from the surface now unsealed it would have had detrimental effects on everybody here incredible zenite is shipped all over the galaxy wherever there's danger of plant bacteria no side effects have ever been reported there are none after it's refined but in its raw state it emits a odorless invisible gas that retards the intellectual functioning of the mind and heightens the emotion therefore it releases a violent reaction and the mines are full of the gas that's right and the triglyphs are constantly exposed to rules the disruptors vana it seems impossible they've outwitted a highly organized scientific culture for months as part of the staff of stratus vana was removed from exposure for a long period it is likely that without such exposure the effect slowly wears off right spot the other disruptors were probably removed from the exposure too does the brain return to normal? According to findings, it should. Can you neutralize the gas? No, but a filter mask should remove the exposure. Find one. Meet us in the transporter room. This mask automatically eliminates all substance injurious to humanoid life, chemical as well as bacterial. We've used these filter masks frequently on... And do you really expect me to believe that that mask can achieve intellectual equality for the tribalites? There's every yes. indication that the effect of the gas is temporary, even after repeated exposure. How can a mere filter accomplish what centuries of evolution failed to do? Dr. McCoy has analyzed the Zenite thoroughly. We've checked his findings through the computer, and they're absolutely valid. And do your computers explain how my ancestors, who also dwelt in caverns, evolved sufficiently to erect stratos, while the Trachytes did not? Unequal evolution did not begin until after your ancestors removed themselves from constant exposure to the gas, Mr. Advisor. There's no time to argue about the findings now. I simply propose to tell Vanna all about them. I doubt whether even Vanna will believe such nonsense. This nonsense might mean a great deal to the Troglites. I would like to offer them a supply of these filter masks in exchange for the Zenite consignment. I'm sorry, Captain. Such an offer could only cause more unrest among them. I cannot allow it until our scientists have checked the findings. But that could take days. Are you afraid the filter masks will work? Is that why you don't want the Troglites to try them? You are here to complete an emergency mission, not conduct tests, Captain. I am here to get that Xenite. If these will help me get them, then I'll use them. And I forbid it. Your Federation orders do not entitle you to defy local governments. This communication has ended. My diplomacy is somewhat inadequate. Well, it's pretty hard to overcome prejudice. Give us much choice, does it? No much time. We have 10 hours and 40 minutes to deliver that consignment to Merak too. Beam me down to Vanna's confinement quarters. You mean you're going back to Stratus against government orders? <laughs> if Vanna doesn't have something definite to gain for her people, she'll die rather than turn over that Xenite consignment. This is the only thing that might convince her. Captain, if you are apprehended, deliberately violating the High Advisor's orders, he will be within his rights to have you executed if he chooses. You're about to suggest that you contact Vanna. The answer is negative, Spock. That goes for you too, Bob. Allow me to point out that a first officer is more expendable than either a doctor or a captain. 
Officially, yes, but this mission is strictly unofficial. Nobody's to have any part in it, any yeah. responsibility for it, but myself. Excuse me, it's an order, sorry. <laughs> you have the call. Stand by to my contact. I was actually about to say something like, oh. So, the high advisor classes seems like one of those ornery, dictatory kind of people. He's superior. His people on Stratos are superior than the Troglites because his ancestors built Stratos. Well, yeah, his ancestors got themselves away from the mines. You have to think outside the box being an advanced civilization such as the Federation. Right. So, in my opinion, Plasis needs to be dethroned and somebody else who actually is thinking properly put in his place. Correct. I'm not saying this Federation should step in. I'm saying that the people of Stratus and uh, Ardana should do that. Right. I brought you a gift. There's a dangerous gas in the mines that affects the development of the troglites exposed to it for a period of time. This mask will prevent any further damage. Gas from Xenite? Yes. It's hard to believe that something which is neither seen nor felt can do so much harm. It's true. But an idea can't be seen or felt. And that's what's kept the troglites in the mines all these centuries. A mistaken idea. Would all the troglites wear these masks? Yes. I'll see to it that the Federation engineers construct them. Suppose Plasis uh, does not agree. Plasis is not the whole government. It's true, but the city council will not listen to troglites. As soon as the Xenite is delivered to Merrick too, I'll come back, I'll request permission to mediate for the troglites. Fun. You must trust me. I give you my word. Centuries ago, Stratus was built by leaders that gave their word that all inhabitants would live there. The troglites are still waiting. The Xenite can be delivered in a few hours. You won't have long to wait now. Hours can be centuries, just as words can be lies. Bonham. See, Kirk could have said, I'll stay here and mediate for you guys. We send the ship off with the Xenite's shipment. That would have solved that problem. But then we wouldn't have the rest of the episode. Right. You must trust me. If you don't, millions of people will die, a whole planet. The Xenite is all that can save This filter mask is all that can save the Troglites. Trust me. Please. Very well, Captain. I will trust you. The consignment lies deep in the mines, in a place known only to troglites. I cannot direct you. I must take you there. You asked for my trust, Captain. Are you unwilling to give yours? It's the Sentinel with my refreshment. 
I love how walking by, just as like a second thought, Kirk decides he's gonna close the <laughs> gate on the, the sentinel. Right? myself and I. Maybe somebody in our audience can explain it to me. Maybe I'm wrong. Right. Captain's Log, Supplemental, Stardate 5819.3, First Officer Spock reporting. Captain Kirk beamed down to Stratos to attempt to win the confidence of the rebel troglites. Unless he has made his escape from Stratos to the mines, his life is in danger from the High Advisor. The captain has not informed us of his progress. For our part, we must maintain silence. We can be of no help to him without jeopardizing his life. You dig well, Captain. The unseen gas doesn't seem to be harming you. It takes a while for its effects to be noticed. Nevertheless, you won't be needing this. Anka, deposit this on the transport platform. So Plasus will know we have something more valuable to bargain with and our mortes and thongs. You are clever, Vanna. Very clever. Searchers will be coming soon, Maidro. Go to the other mines and tell the troglites to post watchers. What of him? I will see that he doesn't escape. If we kill him, there will be no need to see. A dead hostage is of no value, Maidro. Only the troglites will know. I brought him here, and I will say what is to be done. You are not the only disruptor. I too can say. Can you do nothing but argue? The searchers will be here soon. When Anka returns, we will all say, 
immediately, did he not? Now that is an exact quote, Mr. Scott, and I suggest you handle the transporter yourself. This could be very delicate as a problem in transporting for us and in diplomacy for the captain. Aye. Something's upsetting you, Droxy. No, Father. What is it? Tell me. No, really, I'm not upset. I was just standing here looking into space, wondering whether or not he would return. He will never return, I've seen to that. But the Xenite is so important to him. We must have it. It will be delivered. If we have to kill every troglite below, it will be delivered. By that time, it may be too late. Perhaps he does have a method. He knows nothing, except how to destroy our power and our society. I forbid you ever to speak of Captain Kirk, even to think of him. Transporter room to Mr. Spock. Spock here. I'm locked into the coordinates of the Cloud City Council Gallery. Ready to transport the high advisor. We'll have to delay. What's wrong? We're picking up two life forms in the gallery. They're inseparably close to one another. We cannot transport one. 
without the other. You say the one immediately was an exact quote of the captain's order. Precisely, Mr. Scott. Well, what are we going to do in this another? Until the high advisor is alone or can be isolated, the captain will have to wait. Unless you have an alternative. I'll give it further thought. Sir, I wasn't thinking of Captain Kirk. It's the one with those exquisitely shaped ears. <laughs> His name is Spock. He's the one I was thinking about. Did you know that he has the most incredibly sensitive hearing? Why, I almost believe that if I stood here and called out to him, he would hear my invitation to come and visit with us for a little while longer. Oh, he's no better than his friend. Shall we try? What is it? Disruptor Vaughn has disappeared. Her guard was found half unconscious. Been attacked by Captain Kirk. Where is Captain Kirk? He did not know, sir. He did not regain his senses until I came to his aid. This is the kind of reason they use to persuade us. They are desperate. I will hear no more defense of them. I'm sure Mr. Spock would not behave so. Leave here at once. Go to your music. so sure of our methods that we never question what we do. Spock's transporter room. Scott here. Lock in on console gallery coordinates. Locked in, sir. Energized. Aye, sir. Energizing. How are you doing, Mr. Scott? Fine, Mr. Spock. The high advisor is materializing on the platform. Beam him down to Captain Kirk immediately. Energizing, sir. He's on his way to the captain. Good work, Mr. Scott. The advisor looked mighty angry. I hope he doesn't give the captain too much trouble. The captain will employ his usual diplomatic balm. <laughs> Abduction of a planet official is a serious crime. You will pay for this, I promise you. Not until you're convinced of the effects of the xenite gas, Mr. Advisor. What effects? I've been here nearly an hour of your Earth time. You and Vanna even longer. I see no changes in any of us. Perhaps you need closer exposure. Fill that container. Are you suggesting that I dig xenite? I insist. You will indeed pay for this. You too, Vala. You too, Dick! Kirk here. What is it? Contact check, Captain. It has been over an hour since your last communication. Your orders are to stand by. I carry them out. Kirk out. Standing by, Captain. However, let me remind you, we have only five hours left. Like the captain. Can the Zenite be affecting? I'd say so. I grow faint. The oxygen is going. She's right. Kirk transport us out of here. We'll leave when the gas has effect. It will never take effect. Transport us out of here! 
Dick Imbecile will die. I said Dick I am high advisor of all the planet. I will take no more orders. Almost at the lock, kill you. Yes, Captain, you were right. It's taking effect. Captain, you were right. Are you as brave with Morte as you are with a phaser? Both will kill. Savannah missed a perfect opportunity. She could have killed both of them with one shot. Right. <laughs> there would be no more movies. True. Enterprise! Enterprise, spot here. They'll kill each other! Help us! Help us! Enterprise! Enterprise! <laughs> severely tested, and the troglites will no longer suffer from retardation and emotional difficulties. They will all be like her, ungrateful, vindictive. Yes, our demands have just begun. Our demands have just begun. Here is the Zenite, Captain. Just as I promised. 
Thank you. Stratus is so pleasant, so beautiful. I think I'm afraid to leave it. There is great beauty in the knowledge that lies below. Only one way to really experience it. I shall go to the mines. I no longer wish to be limited to the clouds. Your planet like this one? No. No, Vulcan is quite different. Someday I should like to visit it. Perhaps some form of mediation can be helpful in your difficulties. The Federation Bureau of Industrialization may be of aid to you. I so, the Federation Bureau of Industrialization was the Department of the United Federation of Plants. The Bureau of Industrialization was empowered to mediate indi industrial disputes factions on Federation worlds. So let's say you had a dispute between the Troglites and Stratos. They would mediate for that. They they wouldn't take sides. They'd be like, hey, here's the facts. Here's your facts. Correct. Um, you know, so, yeah. Will tolerate absolutely no interference. You will not set foot here as long as I rule. Believe me, sir, I have neither the time nor the desire to return here. Only answering your charges against me will force me back. And I shall press them. You are guilty of abduction, Captain. And you're guilty of attacking a starship commander and plotting against his life. Captain. Perhaps both incidents are best forgotten. <laughs> yes. They never happened, Mr. Advisor. Spark, let's get that Z9 delivered. I believe we only have three hours left. Two hours, 59 minutes to be exact, Captain. Kirk Enterprise. Kirk Enterprise. Mr. Scott, beam us up. Off they go. So that was season three, episode twenty-one, the Cloud Miners. What do you think of this one? I liked it. Okay. On a scale of one to ten, where do you put this bad boy? I put this one at a nine. Okay. I have to give it an eight five. Okay. Because it could have been better, but it, you know it sure it surely wasn't the worst. So Vicky, who do you think this episode hinged on? Well, it had to be the Troglites mm -hmm. and the people on Stratos mm -hmm. and Kirk and Spock mm -hmm. and maybe Bones. Yeah. Yeah. Because without Bones talking about the Xenite, it wouldn't have made no sense. Correct. But yeah, 
Did you notice anything in this episode? You brought something up. Yeah, the hole in the wall that I didn't notice until today. Right. Yeah. So, in the original, though, the non-remastered series, you never saw the troglite falling to the earth when he jumped. You never saw that part. Okay. I do know that one. That one's been... I've, it's, I've seen that for quite a while now. So... Yeah, anything else? No. Okie dokie. Well, I guess until the next mission, I'm William. And I'm Vicky. And we will see you in the next one. Bye.